A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Faber here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Now, the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show on 1010XL. I'm gonna take you fishing, honey. You're gonna love it. Brought to you by Houston's Meats. Here's Captain Kevin Faber and Captain Scott Shank. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast and Houston Meats. I was, I was just gonna say, I every week there's, oh, yeah, every can, week there's somebody new and it's like, yeah, wait a minute, yeah, I didn't, I'll, you gotta be, let me I know. Would, yeah, Anthony, because I, I would definitely fan. support Houston Meats. In a me. heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's not, you know, that's what we miss around here anymore, and it's a shame. I just growing up, you always went to an old time butcher. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You didn't yeah, go to yeah. Publix and absolutely or wherever to get. You, your you stuff. know, um, you know, obviously last week um, had the family in town. When yep. I say the family, uh, my my daughter and her husband, who were both in the military, uh, Oklahoma, they had a uh, new grandbaby, December seventeenth, and we hadn't even seen the grandbaby. Um, and and obviously Macy and so anyway we all went to the property for like five or six days, and stopped at the Winn-Dixie in Callahan. Okay. And they had crab legs on sale, and they also had live crawfish for three ninety nine a pound. Three ninety nine a pound. That's what I said. I was like, give me fifteen. Oh no! It <laughs> yeah. got ugly. Oh, it's because obviously Sunday night, you know, we're traveling, right? But Monday, so you keep them on ice, keep them alive, keep them dormant, and and then purged them all day on on Monday, and 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 and, and literally put the plastic sheet out on the table and poured everything out on the table, and for two hours Dude, we ate crawfish and king crab legs. It was. Awesome. Man, I would not want to get my hands involved in the awesome. middle of that. Uh, Macy was right in the mayhem. I would man. see that. <laughs> so, I would see that. What a, what, a, what, a, what a great meal. It was That was so much fun. But, you know, Houston Meats, that's, uh, I'm, it kind of reminds me of that. I wonder you know? where they're at. I don't know. We've got to find out. we got to find out. we we, we got to find out. Because we made, um, while we were there, we made a road trip, uh, a family trip. This is funny. To a place called M and T Meats, so that's why Houston Meats. Uh, so M and T Meats is in Hawkinsville, Georgia. Okay, and it is maybe forty-five minutes to an hour from us. Beautiful ride through the through the Georgia country, and it is it, when you look up in Georgia M and T Meats, it's like top five destination. I know that sounds crazy, but you, you when you're looking up, and I'm like, wow, this place, you know. Must be pretty cool. Well, you pull up to this place, this massive, beautiful, like, log cabin, 
in the middle of nowhere. And when I tell you that, I'm not exaggerating. Why in the hell somebody would start a meat company in the middle of nowhere? I'm like, oh my, you walk in there and it's the cleanest place. There's produce on this side. There's sides on this side. Really? And, 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 and the rest of it is, I mean, any kind of meat that you can think of, Scott. And when you, when you buy, you know, like, because I wanted those beautiful ribeyes, right? Yep. I'm like, and, and we were going to have them the next night. And so, literally, the butcher's like, you want that marinated and vacuum sealed? Uh, sure. 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 No, it's sure. hard for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so everything, when you buy it, it's all vacuum sealed in season, in their season. And, and man, when you're ready to eat, you just, you just, open, you just crack up and, and put it right on the grill. That's so cool. Oh, it was awesome. Guy with a bloody apron holding it, a big old cleaver going, what you want? You know, and, How and, 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 and you, you know, you know, Carrie, yep. you know, she's like, I don't think we should spend it. And, and, and oh, was it good? Oh, and, and not only that, but, but then she, she started buying stuff for Thanksgiving. Ham hocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I mean, st- you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was an awesome trip. So it, was it wasn't great. a one bag walkout then? Oh, hell no. Okay. Just oh, asking. goodness. I mean, no, you can't, you, you couldn't get out of there. Oh, they're uh, just their um, pickled okra. Really? Like their pickles, everything, you know, vacuum sealed. It was, it was, it was fantastic. But anyway, when M&T we said. M&T meets in Georgia. M&T meets in Georgia. So when, when they said Houston meets, I was like, well, I'll definitely yeah. check, check that I mean. out. Um, fishing this week has been, has been uh, tough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just a little. Yeah. Yep. It's April. And it, it, we always used to love April. And, and I hate it's to, to keep saying that, but we, we did. But, I mean. And it's across the board. It's not just, right. you know, a captain here, a captain there, you know. Um, uh, just talking with people at the at, every day, you know. It's like, well, what'd you do? Well, I found one spot and I caught two pompano and illegal redfish. Right. Okay. Yeah, I pulled up to another spot. You know, another captain. Oh, I caught two decent flounders there and it's like really i mean it's just there's nothing consistent you kind of just got to work your way around um but it seems like you know again if you go the top water bite and i'm hoping and i can't wait to talk to Corey tonight because uh uh that's who's calling calling in for leon right leon's Leon's got date night balcony somewhere right and uh but I, I was talking to a gentleman today, that skinny water fisherman. He said, man, the grass line on dead high water first thing in the morning is if you don't get 50 or 60 bites in two hours. What? Yes. So I was trying to think if the sea fox would get up shallow in the morning. Because you're coming in on an incoming tide and you got to just yeah, leave you when got, the tide you, turns. You, but the, he's probably fishing daylight, don't you think? Well, we ask Corey. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. 730, 8 o'clock. Right. Yeah, that's, yeah, you're right. You're right. Before. And the other day he was doing it. He was doing it. Um, Yesterday, um, he just went out with the with his son after the fact, and it was six or seven o'clock. You know, fish six, yep. or seven, you know, that time frame. But I mean, the sun's up. It's not like it's. But he said it was incredible. Yep. So I mean, um, everything. I mean, I've been getting consistent pictures from Mike Hayes. Mike, all Mike does is throw artificials. Yep. You know, we talked to Captain Zach Timmons today. He ran out of shrimp. Started throwing artificials and did pretty good. And he oh. caught his three flounders on them. He never caught anything on a shrimp. Right, right. You know, I mean, so, I don't know. Is there, so it, it makes it, you kind of think, you know, I mean. That, it's just, you just think that everything eats a shrimp. That's, uh, and that's what people ask me when you come. Well, why ain't you fishing with mullet or why don't right. you? I said, there is. There is a time of year, but just like wintertime. Yep. Oh, well, why aren't we fishing with it? It's like, it's just. 
the fish don't have metabolism set yet. The right. water's just getting to where that they kind of move around more. So my thinking, of course, is slow metabolism. They can eat a shrimp. It's kind of like right. eating a cheese cracker. It's not a big deal. It's not going to fill you up. But eating like a fin fish of some sorts, to me, is like eating a steak for dinner. Right. You know, you're full when you walk away. Right. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I can just tell you that I don't – I mean, I don't know if we're – I know we always talk, but maybe we're fishing too slow. Maybe we need to start fast fishing a little bit more. You know, cover each run out, you know, and just keep moving on. That's all Zach did today. Yeah, and, and, and we talked about this a lot, uh, I don't know, probably a month ago on the show, that maybe we're fishing too fast. You know, we, we go to a spot and we spend 15 minutes or so and, 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 and we, we leave, you know, uh, instead of – Instead of continuing down the bank, right. you know, on the trolling motor for, let's just say, 50 yards on, on each side of our spot. You know, maybe those fish have, have, have moved. I, but um, I'm calling fast fishing as in yeah, the I, difference between throwing an artificial and I pitching totally a shrimp. I totally agree, yep. Where yep. you're dragging the bottom with a live bait right. <clears throat> to where that artificial you throw it and you pop, pop, pop. You know, you're right. working it back to you and those fish are ambushing it. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. No. I'm going to try both things tomorrow. Yeah, I, time. I, I, I totally agree. Uh, fish, fish today. Um, Travis and Doug. How are they doing? Everybody's doing fine. And you, you know, I I I felt very confident. Uh, I, we fished. We we didn't start fishing till nine o'clock. Six point four tide this morning. Dude, I saw it. By I the way, it was huge. You know, and and it and it, it, it got dead high around ten o'clock. And so I went straight to the jetties, you know, thinking fish that clean water. The water was beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. Moved up and down the rocks, caught one sheep's head, a lot of blennies. And about, I, I guess I'd been there 15 or 20 minutes, and, and I looked to the west, and it was like a line. And I'm not exaggerating, a line of charter captains coming at me. I'm like, oh, my gosh. The next thing I know, there's eight. Plus me, charter captains, up and down the rocks. Uh, and I was like, oh, my goodness. On a high tide. So that tells you right then and there that, you know, they're all struggling. They're coming to well, hopefully yeah. time to come to the clean water and try right. to figure something out. Right, right, right. So, uh, you know, again, it was it, it was a tough day. That's, that's all I can say. I mean, I um, went to one of my – I'm sorry, two of my favorite high tide outgoing spots – Really enjoy that tide with uh, throwing floats and caught two ladyfish and a jack. Our dock? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really, that's it? No, really, that's it. Two two ladyfish and a jack. Damn. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, again, thank goodness that Travis and Doug understand, you know, uh, we were supposed to fish 9 to 1 and about 12 turn, uh, 12 10 I heard slap. That was Doug slapping the bait off the, the, bait off the hook. I said, that's it, Travis. It's time to go. <laughs> and he, he, he turns around to me and he goes, I heard it. <laughs> it's just, you just, you just, you, you done it all. You yeah, did it, you know, and I was, it, I was always you know? like, I was, I, even, I was like, Doug, let's go hit one more dock. And he goes, no, I'm done. So, okay. Yep, that's fine. That's you fine. Know? Tough, man. Just, just tough. Can't wait to get offshore. Had so much fun. Couple Fridays ago, fishing with Logerman and his buddy Edzo and, and uh, my son-in-law Aaron, uh, it, it, it was um, you get bites, man. Yep, 
You know what I mean? 100%. It, 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 it put the gloves on and, I mean, seriously put the gloves on. And, and the Cobias were there. The Cobias were the there. Globe. The big snaps were there. The big sea nope. bass were there. And it, it, it's it, when, you're, when you're coming home, you're, everybody's happy. Happy, drinking beers. Yeah, that's right. You know. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. let, let, let's take a break. When we come back, I'll uh, we'll talk to Captain Corey Sparks. I think that's who we got. All right. All right. 641-1010 if you want to give us a call. Right here on the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show with Captain Scott Shake. That's me. I'm Captain Kevin Faber. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast. Captain Kevin Faber, Captain Scott Shank. Thursday night, 6 to 7. I wonder what's going to happen next week. Ooh, I forgot. Draft, Draft starts next week. Yeah, Anthony, we, you got you to find yeah, out for you us. Gotta, yeah, give us a little bit of 411 on that. Because <laughs> it takes a lot for us to switch around. Yeah. 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 I, I would I would imagine, though, that... Um, Maybe nothing at all. Didn't we not do it last year? I don't remember, to be honest with you. Maybe we or did was some, Wednesday. We, like eight, no. Was it eight to nine or something? Wasn't it, remember one time it was... Yeah, 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 yeah. That was... And no, yeah. we're bailing on that. I'm not, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm eight to nine, I'm morning. sleeping. No, I'm sleeping by yep. eight. Captain Corey. Yes, sir. Hey, guys. Good evening. There he is. Good evening, buddy. buddy. Hey, I, I didn't talk to you after um, you came by the house the other day, and, and uh, you and, and, and uh, JC went, went to the woods the next morning. Did y'all hear anything? Uh, we heard, like, one or two far off. Nothing, nothing ever materialized. <clears throat> nothing came our way. The next morning, we heard a shot over near uh, Rainier, so I think somebody got one. But we were wondering if it was you, but we saw the gate closed, so we knew you were gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I left on I left on Tuesday. Yep. I yeah. Had a, yep. I had a, a golf meeting on, on oh, Wednesday. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you shoot word of the dang or what? You ain't played in a while. Uh, you know what? I, um, you ain't played in five or six months. I, I, Oh, at least, and, and and I've only played like one time in the last year, year and a half. Schulte, when you went golfed in Georgia during yeah, your hunting yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, Schulte, so was... um, I, I, I played, as far as my expectations, yes. I played great. Okay. I played great. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, 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 I had I had an absolute blast. Um, I miss playing golf. I really do. I love to play golf. I love golf, period. What love watching golf. And... To play with my brother and well, Chef, that's going to be. I don't know how Chef Gordon. You I don't know, know how you made it through the day. Oh, it was. I mean, it it was kept the score under hundred. Is all I'm yeah, asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know, you, you know, you know, what we did Corey, which was which was really different. Um, we walked. No, I'll get yeah, 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 yeah. We walked. Good. We had we had pull carts, not a caddy. We had a pull cart. And, and where'd you yeah. play? Uh, TPC Sawgrass. Yep, yeah, yeah. okay. uh, the stadium course. Yep. And. Um, it's uh, it, after you get done when you walk. They said it's about ten miles. Wow. Yeah. You know? I mean, so so those and 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 I, I was fine because I walk a lot. I mean, I try to I walk ask, four, four, four miles a day. My feet, shoes, golf shoes. <laughs> you, you, my old golf shoes are not meant for. No, no, no. Yeah, walking yeah, 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 yeah. eighteen. You know, you know. You figure, not. I wonder what the. Do, well, you know that. Right. When did the? How often did they change their shoes out? The pros when you when you what do you mean? It. How often do they change them out? Meaning like, like they only lasted four days in a tournament. and They got them a new pair to go. No, the not tournament? necessarily. So when 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 I was out there, uh, Foot Joy was major, Big, major, and, and 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 those guys, I, I I would I'm just gonna guess a number of ten twelve pairs a year. Okay, that they that they were given. Oh. 
you know. Um, but but it, but that honestly, Corey, that was more to match their attire. Attire, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, golf shoes back then sucked, you know, because they had spikes. There were spikes. They were white, leather. They were white and and sand, sand yeah, saddle. Yeah, or and nowadays, man, you basically wear tennis shoes. Yep. You know, with with soft yeah. spikes and stuff. Gosh, and you hit your spikes on top of your shoes, and they were ruined. Oh, it ru- yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you went like like on a side, yep. you would you would ruin a, a two hundred fifty dollar pair of. Of, like of, bend over to grab a ball shoes. and you're on yeah, one, and yeah, you yeah, come. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. But 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 Corey, that. golf courses nowadays are in such better shape because of, soft, let you have because spikes. of soft spikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Soft. yeah. yeah. The first time I played the stadium course, I had uh, I hadn't played in a while, and my shoes were sitting in my garage. I made it to like hole three, and the soles dry rotted off. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> And it was oh. car path only, so I'm walking out there. My feet are soaking wet. You're, you're, like, you're, 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 the back's going to flop, flop, yeah. flop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at that redneck out there yeah. with no yeah. socks on. He's in bare feet. That's, yeah. that's good stuff. So, so Corey, let, let's – and I know that last time you were on, we, we talked a lot about this, but um, it, it does seem like that the bite – Right now is 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 better on artificial lures. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, and yeah. I can't, I, 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 you know, I just I can't discount that because when you start yeah. talking to people, um, and you know, look, I don't start at O Dark Thirty anymore. I used to. My know, charters I'm, won't get up. Huh? My charters won't get up. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I could probably talk a few of them into yeah. it. You know, but. Most like to of make them, it a Leon Dana kind of situation. Yeah, but where, most of them, Corey, yeah. like that eight to nine o'clock start, yes. and yeah. you know, I mean, by ten thirty, they're cracking a beer and they're, you know, they're they're yeah. chilling, they're having they're having a great time, and catching fish is a bonus. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, yeah. you know, if you if you have a good day, you have a good day. Look, it's it's not they they it's not like they they're looking at me going, dude, you got no idea what you're doing. Yeah, because um, they've all fished <laughs> with me over the years. They've caught, you know, yeah. hundreds of fish with me over the years. But yeah, it, it's just it's. I, I I told Doug Wenzel today. It's been two years for me that it's just been the inshore's just been mm-hmm. a total struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Corey. Yeah. Whenever I, I I went south today underneath the three twelve bridge, and yeah. on probably four of my best spots there was a charter captain sitting on it. Today? Yeah. 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 Where am I going to go tomorrow? Your best spots. Because <laughs> <laughs> me and you share about guys. half of those four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's like, you know. I mean, look, God, God bless everybody, man. You know, it's it's it, it is what it is. Everybody, you know, loves being charter captains, and I keep saying yep. this in the intercoastal. There's only so many spots, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. And um, it, you know, so anyway, but back to my point. You've been doing very well on throwing artificials, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bite, the bite has definitely been better over the last couple of weeks on artificial. Um, this week, I'm a little curious to see how the summer will carry on with with the dredging started back up in Palm Valley. Water temps are still mid 70s, but the, right. the water clarity is just brutal. And uh, we had a good negative low the other day where you should have been able to see them in the afternoon yesterday or two days ago, and you just didn't see the schools of reds pushing wakes along the bank where where you would right. typically see them. 
And, yep. uh, um, oh, what the heck was I going to say? Oh, the trout bite. Last week, the trout bite was really good. Uh, popping corks and shrimp. It's tapered off a little bit uh, this week. You were not seeing the trout we saw last week, but it is. It's just, it's so inconsistent. And, uh, um, you know, I was, I was like, about to call in i'm like have they heard the snook story from two weeks ago can i tell that one again no uh, it's, it's just been a grind can we this hit week. the rewind button on that <laughs> yeah one? yeah yeah that's right yeah, yeah. It, 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 oh, six I, weeks from now we go do you do you guys recall that i, yeah. I called a 31 inch snook yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah yeah and by the way if, if if i had caught it six weeks from now everybody would be oh. hearing the story again yeah and it would be 32 yeah. pounds by now you damn skippy. It was illegal. Yeah, yeah it was way oversized. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. And, and, and by the way, uh, I, I know you have a Facebook page, right? Yes, sir. So so you posted that picture. What What is your Facebook page? Uh, it's just Corey Sparks or 310 Charters. I, I do more just under my name because Facebook has their algorithms where they – they don't expose your business page as much, so I just post under my personal name. Okay. All right. And, and, it, and by it, the way, it gets that, shared that, more that, that way. That, yeah, that picture made outdoor show Facebook also. Uh, thank you for letting me share that because that's it. You know oh, what? Thank I mean, you guys. I, I mean, here, here's here's the deal. Um, in the last five years, we've all caught quite a few snook, uh-huh. but yep. I, I haven't eaten one yet. I've, I've caught them out of season or. Or undersized, I haven't caught anything oversized, which that's coming, I believe. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, 100%. Yeah, that's, that, yeah. That, 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 I, yeah, that's coming. We got, we have, it, that, I mean, that's a new fishery for us. It is. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree with that. Five years, maybe, yeah. you know, that yeah. we're kind of maybe dialing it in a little bit more. I know that there's guys yeah. that will go, man, I've been doing this for 20, and I'm not saying he hasn't. I'm just telling you. We've been dialing in more well, and more where, where to find these fish at certain points yep. of the year. The next, the next few days after I'd caught mine, a few other guys, Chip got a nice one, yep. and uh, a couple other guys on Facebook posted, and it was like there was a little stretch where, where it seemed to be, at least from the online perspective, it got hot. And uh, that's, that's cool to see, all the way from Jacksonville, you know, down to Palm Valley. So they're, they're around. They're tough to find, but they're around. I keep saying, and I've said this, for the last couple of years. You know, growing up in Palm Valley, there's always, always, always schools and schools of little tiny pogies mm-hmm. in the middle of the intercoastal. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just take Southwest Florida. Yeah. They, 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 those guys spend an hour before they pick you up catching uh, white bait and stuff like that. They, and, and they'll have thousands of them in a live well. And they pull up to a spot, they take those Baseball, well, plastic baseball bats. Plastic baseball bats, and they and they're, the they're, they're slinging they're slinging baits. We could do the same thing here underneath docks, uh, underneath yeah. mangrove trees yeah. now. Yeah. Um, and and there's there's a fishery there that that nobody is even trying. And with all the stuff sure. that we have now, I, I I'm just telling you, we just don't we have do a big it. enough supply. You know, coming up June, July. I mean, I'm talking littler pogies. I'm not talking what we catch off the beach. No, 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 no. But in Palm Valley, Palm Valley does. Palm, they Palm Valley, there, there, there's, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's millions of schools like that. You can yeah. throw the net one time, and it's like the St. John's River, all those shad or whatever. Right, right, right. right. Those, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, shad or something. Scott, um, what, what, oh, mesh wise, mesh size. If you're catching two quarter inch, inch, quarter inch, quarter inch mesh, quarter inch mess. 
I mean, and it, I don't it, think it, unless you get it built by somebody, I think the biggest one is only like eight feet eight or something. Eight feet, which, which is, I, I was, uh, honestly, Corey, I was thinking like a seven-footer. I had a six, yeah. and it was heavy six. as all get out. Yeah, but you got to go to a high tide or something. You can't go to a heavy net. Yeah, no, no, no. This was a custom net. I know what it was, that, and that thing was awful. You let me borrow it. And, and, when we were catching a little baby yeah, finger and, and the first time I threw it, Corey, I threw my back out. It was it, like 12 pounds of yeah, net. Yeah, oh, it, it, I, seriously, this thing, it was the worst piece of crap. I mean, <laughs> now, you didn't gill the, the little baits, but if, if we could find like a seven-foot, quarter-inch high tider by Betts, you know, something yeah, light. Yeah, because we need one because in about a month and a half, they're going to be here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and, and you load that live well up, and you and, – and, and, and Corey, you've caught more snook than I have in the last couple of years, so you have specific spots. You pull up there and, and, and start chucking those those, 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 those live baits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to see something. Something's going to happen. And, yeah, and something's going to happen. You, as you say, you know, the spots are covered up or you see a spot, someone's sitting here or there – it, it's kind of it, it, like you said. Nobody's fishing that way that I've seen, and and maybe it's just we need to branch out or or try those different tactics when when we get these laws of periods or or crowds yeah. and because the fish didn't move. I mean, you can you can talk fish stock, fish numbers, but there's there's still fish cruising around. But uh, it, it does. You get in more laws. It seems lately the last couple of years of where they go or what do they want and uh and yeah maybe looking elsewhere in the state the tactics and and implementing them here is isn't a bad idea to try no but how about all the not, we'll call them bycatch but i get the bait shops whenever they had their dead loss we'll call it yep what yeah but i almost think then you're feeding the fish though i mean i understand just throwing a handful out there every now and again and just keep them interested but what happens if we just took all those not the red ones or the orange ones yeah. but fresh dead shrimp and just like whatever, cut them in half or well, do whatever. I, li- throw listen, it out there. I, you guys know I grew up chump fishing. Yeah, 100%. that's what I yeah. did, and, and 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 at that time, basically living in the valley, all right, I was you know my little brain, my you know fourteen, fifteen year old brain, I and I was like, well, why can't I chump fish in the intercoastal? And and I did, and I caught so many redfish chump yeah. chump fishing. I mean, I would put. I would put like like four or five of those little pokies on on like a a, a fish finder rig. You know what I mean, Corey? I mean, it, it, that's, yeah. that's what we that's how we fish. We chunk the anchor, yeah. and you put out four or five rods and you watch rod tips. And I thought, you know what? And, and I told my, don't forget my my cousin Bobby. I said I, we're going to take a five gallon bucket and I'm going to fill this thing up with pokies, and I'm going to start just cutting them up, and 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 it worked. It it worked yeah. like a champ. I mean, I caught a ton of reds doing that. Kevin, oh. when you did that, did you have to? Do you recall? Did you have to do it around the turn of the tides where the scent's not ripped down the bank, or did you notice one over the other as far as the current? So moving? so 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 my favorite tide to chum fish was the high outgoing. I'm sorry, yeah. high incoming and and high outgoing. So yes, I, yeah. I no, I wouldn't do it in the middle of the tide because yeah. Yeah. because honestly. We, we would catch so many fish on 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 that low tide that that last two hours of the outgoing tide. I mean, we had some spots. Yeah, you didn't that, have to worry about it. Then. Yeah, we didn't yeah, have to worry about it then. Yeah. But but on on the high tide, we yeah. wanted to get some 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 scent out there, and um, yeah, it, it worked like a champ. It absolutely worked. Interesting. Yeah, 
I mean, if you if you guys and again, I know you do you listen to the outdoor show, and you you listen to Kirk talking about fishing for bull reds. You know, he pays particular attention to when he's cleaning those crabs. The excess, he's crushing it up. He's chumming. Yeah. He's getting the scent in the water. You know, he takes oysters that, that, that obviously he buys, and he's crushing those up. I mean, so again, the, the, Mr. Harvey, who yeah. commercial fished for Sheep's Head, yeah. I mean, he would have so much scent in the water. Yep. You know, he could fish the same spots. Oh yeah. Day after day yep. after day, Corey, and he always caught fish. Yep. Always. Yeah. You know. And that's huh. what happened to our green mussels. Mr. Harvey was around there too long. What's that? The green mussels. Oh, yeah. Grow. Yeah. Son, he loved them things in the winter. Yeah. And, 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 and again, you know more guys around St. Augustine that commercial fish for sheep's head. They, they're they not going out there without two five-gallon buckets of oysters or barnacles or something to crush yep. up. Yep. 100%. You're right. But we we, we just don't we, don't we don't think about doing that. You're right. We're going out there, Corey, yeah. with the – with a yeah. shrimp and a, a jig head and yeah. hoping that it happens. Hoping it happens. <laughs> yeah. That's like I was saying, Corey, we don't know. I mean, are we better right now? I mean, that water temperature is getting 75 degrees. Yeah. Are we slowing down too slow? Like we're, you know, I mean, do we need to just throw like little paddle tails and stuff where the clients can just turn the handle? If it stops, set a hook. Yeah. 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 I, I, I find it harder and harder to sit on trusted spots longer i'm i'm moving more maybe maybe that's good maybe that's bad but it just i don't have the patience to sit there anymore when you know you know like within five or ten minutes if if you haven't even had a nibble it's uh it's time to go but winter time i do this time of year it gets hard for me to sit somewhere yeah i know i I'm, i'm as guilty as you guys man i mean and and you know those first four five six cast that are good. That are good cast. Yep. yep. Um, yeah. You know, you 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 just can't. Again, growing up, you chucked the anchor, and you threw <laughs> out a you threw out a finger bullet, and and you sat there and watched that rod tip, and you watched it for an. I mean, we yeah. just didn't have that many spots that we right. knew, no. and and either the fish were there or they weren't, but we weren't going to go anywhere. Well, honestly, we're going to drink grape sodas and beanie weenies. <laughs> Well, the invention yeah. of popping corks and the and and yep. uh, of more so using that. Yes. I mean, we all had the slide floats, but that yes. was for deep water. Fishing. That's right. That wasn't for right. bank fishing. But you get two or three guys in a boat, and one throws on each side of the runout two or three times. One throws dead center of the runout. One. T- I mean, I mean, once I make four casts with each guys, there ain't nothing there. Right. You're right. Yeah, you covered everything. And you let it drag angle. out with the runout in the deeper water, and it don't go down. There ain't nothing here. Right. Yeah. That's just me, but that's what I how I fish them. I agree. Corey, thanks, buddy. Great Bye, job for yes, sitting Thank in for, 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 for the, uh, the the great Captain Leon Dana. Corey's, <laughs> I like Corey way better than I like Leon. <laughs> 641-1010. If you want to give us a call right on the Ring Power Fishing Forecast, I'm Captain Kevin Favors. I'm Captain Shank. That's me. And when we come back, we got Captain Chip Wingo. Don't yeah. go anywhere. Be right back. This is the Ring Power Fishing Forecast Show, brought to you by Houston's Meats on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Ring Power Fishing Forecast. I'm Scott Shank. Um, we're going to go to the phones and we'll talk to Tommy, but you know what I wanted to ask you? Go ahead. Last week... 
and the week before, they were absolutely killing the Spanish out of Mayport. Whatever happened to our run? They we haven't been able to get out. But we ain't seen them like we usually see them jumping around. I mean, we did back in, in March. In March. Yeah. Well, they, they, they migrate, you know, as well as but I dang, do. They but they were catching some, yeah, some, some good, good ones yeah. out of Mayport. What's up, Tommy? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Oh, good, good. good, buddy. How are you? Good, good, good. Long time no talk. I was just going to yeah. uh, give you a quick one from the uh, from the river in, uh, you know, St. John's. My oldest son, Coop, uh, he's got the John boat and everything. He's got a 25 on it now and yada, yada, yada. But he, uh, he's he been big into bow fishing now. And for the last, I don't know, like probably four or five days, he's been going out after school and bow fishing slaying the tilapia on the beds. <laughs> Good for it's him, man. And you, so, so does he, and this is a stupid question, but he, did he buy a specific bow fishing bow? Well, yes and no. Okay. Like we go, we go over to Louisiana bow fishing. I, yep. I'd love to say I go once a year, but Marshmasters, you can go to marshmasters.com. They got a cool website. Daryl's dude okay. who runs it. And, uh, so no, uh, believe it or not, he shoots his grandfather's recurve, and it's got the tube. You know, like so it looks like a Coke bottle where you roll you roll the twine up into like a Coke bottle looking tube. Yep. But uh, yeah, he shoots the recurve with a, a forty-five pound draw weight. And, okay. Uh, and that's about all you want for bow fishing, but yeah, 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 yeah. You don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because here, yeah, it's 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 um, <laughs> and 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 by the way, um, bucket list for me, and because I know that that's. Um, Something that later in life for me, I I, I will do that a lot. I will. I I, I would love it, to go bow fishing. It, it and now and it sounds so funny. Like um, you can like the deuce marsh masters. If you drive to Louisiana and you take like because they take four to six people on a boat, yeah. But the captain and mate. So if you put four people, four buddies on a boat, imagine like a big old airboat and with yep. a bunch of lights, looks like a spaceship. And everybody has a corner, so you're shooting uh, the two guys at the front shoot first. And if they hit or miss, they kind of come back, and the other two guys at the back shoot the follow-up shot, so to speak. Or they, there's enough fish where everyone shoots at one time. But the mate and captain can shoot also, and the limits are crazy. But if you drive, it's really only like $700 a person. It sounds okay. funny, and that's licensed. And all, I mean, because the hotels are cheap, and you're splitting it all up. You know, if you fly, right. if you fly over, it's a different story. You know, depending on how much you fly. But yes, um, so Coop's been getting geared up because uh, maybe with any luck we'll try and go this summer, depending on the weather and how everything goes. Huh. But yes, That's yeah, cool. it's, uh, and, and mostly uh, so so he's shooting tilapia in yeah. in the St. John's. Whenever you go to Louisiana, it's redfish and and um, redfish and sheep's head. Yeah, and you're pretty much, and there's flounder too, and uh, like the limits are extremely liberal, so you I get know. like thirty six. Yep. You get like thirty six redfish a boat, and every person gets like one oversized. Now we catch enough. <laughs> now the sheephead regulations—it's like I don't know—I forget like twenty five, twenty five or so a person. Now, yeah. like when I go over, like if I'm in charge of the trip, I kind of tell the boys like, "Look, we're going to one. I want. I don't care if we're going to be there all night. We're going to shoot a hundred sheephead. You know, like I don't bring your coffee cups, boys. But you know, because you can shoot thirty six redfish." You can limit on on redfish before midnight. Turn around, right. have a cup of coffee, and come back out at one o'clock in the morning, and it's technically technically another day. You know, as far as the clock and the yeah. calendar. So, but I, I mean, red sheephead on the half shell is my forte, 
And, uh, you Dude, know, agreed. Uh, we agreed. can shoot a few yeah. redfish, yes. But, uh, and I mean, the, the stuff you see at night over there, I mean, you're, you're bow fishing around the oil rigs and, you know, there's, there's like, looks like swamp, you know, like the swamp people. So there's oil rigs out in the middle of these salt marshes. It looks like Palm Valley, but there's oil rigs out there with little pipes yep. and planes and, you know, and you drive up in these airboats bo- air and just completely lay havoc to them. I mean, you're, sling, <laughs> you're slinging arrows like Robin Hood. It's awesome. Right, yeah, that's yeah, uh, yeah. It, now. Do that. Do whenever you charter them, do they supply the bows? Yes, and truthfully, uh, um, here's a like I'm like you, Kev. I'm lefty, right? Yep. yep. And this is instinctive shooting. So yep. every they have they supply the bows and all that, and then they keep everybody. You know, like that. They have left-handed bows too. So it sounds funny. When I first started going over, I shot right-handed, but because I grew up shooting instinctive you know but when we were little when bow hunting you know like you were talking about last week it's you know back in the old days uh, of bow hunting so to speak when people we you know when we were running dogs and that kind of crap but so shooting at night left-handed i wound up shooting left-handed much better than i shot right-handed because it's instinctive right so you know and the further shot and you're probably you're probably left eye dominant too yeah yeah so everything just lines up and the further shot is like literally maybe 15, nah, 10 yards. I mean, you can only yeah. shoot where you can see the light. So it's not long shot. Like if a Coke can falls out of the airboat, you know, everyone's trying to shoot it, you know, and the furthest you can get is like 10 yards before you can't see it anymore. Right. You know I mean? It's right. just so, oh, like that's awesome. It really is. It's the most fun you'll ever have with your clothes on. I can promise that. <laughs> that is a fact. That's good. All right, good boys. Well, I got to go back. All right, to, I got to go back Thanks, to Tommy. Later, football. buddy. Yeah, go see back to Pee football. Yeah. Bow fishing is bucket list. Really? Yep. Yeah, seriously. I would. I would. Yeah, well, you know how much I love to to to, to bow hunt. No. So I guess you're eating a tilapia in the river. Are they anything yeah. worth to eat? I don't. Yeah. I that I don't know. I don't know. Have you? I, I, I and I think I, I've heard it both ways on the tilapia. I don't know. I've never eaten one. No. Well, I mean, they're they're for sale all over the place. Yeah, no, but I'm not. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. Well, it, I don't like it, fish anyhow, but I just don't. Yeah. You don't like fish? Is that what you just said? Why do you think you got Kobe the other day and I didn't take yeah. none home? Because you know what? That's that's why you're one of my best friends. I know. Is because you 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 give me fish. No, I'd rather eat a chicken or a piece of steak. Than, yeah. Oh my gosh! How about crawfish? Not a big fan of crab at all. Oh. Lord, no. we had that conversation on now on, shrimp. On I'm not saying I could kill them, but I would rather have shrimp. Over yeah, and, and, it, and it's funny we had this conversation on the radio show, on the outdoor show, a couple few weeks ago, and it, it <clears throat> Logman was like, "Favor, would you rather have crawfish or shrimp?" Thinking that I was going to say shrimp, I said, "No, I'd much rather eat crawfish than shrimp." Now, with that being said. We only get crawfish here certain times of the year. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Shrimp, we get here 365. We can part, have yes. fresh Mayport, yes. St. Augustine shrimp yep. uh, all, all year long. So yep. that I'm, I'm spoiled in, in that encounter. But the the, 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 the crawfish it, it, with the boil and, 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 and I don't know. I just enjoy the taste. It, it is a lot more work. Oh, yeah. To, to, eat, to eat crawfish. It's like the heads? Yeah, hell yeah, dude. That's where all the spices I'm are and asking. stuff. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's that's <laughs> that's all. It's all part of it. I just know? I'm just never been. I never never like crab or nothing. I was never a snow crab or anything. I don't do none of that. Lobster, no. Yeah, you know what? I could I could, I could take and leave lobster. Yeah, yeah, Let me yeah. just put that that way. Yeah. Depending on who's cooking it and whatever, I could take it or leave it. But to sit there and order a three pound main lobster and put the bib on and the crack and eat, nah, it's too much work. <laughs> well, about so like like blue crabs and stuff like no. that. No, no, because that is a work. lot of work. But it's it's fun work, you know. No, but it's one thing. I mean, I'd I mean, just uh, rather no, go buy the tub our, and our pour buddy, it in my Our stew buddy Harold, this yeah. year during stone crab season. Oh, yeah. I, I guess he, for uh, the Outdoor Show Christmas show, he gave me like 10 pounds or something. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Next year, or this year, during that time, I want to go with Harold because I want I want to pull the traps and and, uh, and, and, and be a part of that whole process because that, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, what, um, our buddy kept is Zach Timmons. Mm-hmm. He, he, yep. he, he, he takes his, yep. his crop, crab pots out yep. during stone crab. Yep. Hell yeah. I'm all I'm all about that. No, it's him. Chris Worth does it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them. You'll have five pots per person. Five pots per person. Mm-hmm. And and, 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 and Harold's tagged. wife builds pots. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get me some pots this year. And they gotta be tagged. You gotta have your name and your and your uh, uh, registration number on it. So you gotta call in a red and register your traps. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's 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 good. No cost. It's just but right. you got you're gonna get a registration. Right. Because see, that way, because see, now that was the old thing with all the crabbers and everything else was them stealing crabs, stealing traps, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if, because whenever you throw out your marker buoy, like how we see our crabbers, they mm-hmm. might have yellow over red. Yep. That's yep. whoever here and blue over green, whatever, yep. or double trailer buoy, whatever. That's distinction of what the FWC gives them when they put in their trap count. Okay, for res for residential or, or, or uh, uh, yeah, what do you call a, not a resident, but it, you know what I'm talking about yeah. not a but whatever non commercial non commercial. Right. Now you just got to have your name on your white buoy or whatever buoy you use. It's right. not a big deal, but you have to have your name on it, your FL numbers for your boat on it, and again, th- that's federally mandated. You mm-hmm. have those traps. So if anybody touches that trap, you have all means to, sh- I mean, it's to, to, to shoot them. To protect, the, to protect exactly. your traps. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We've we've heard some bad stories over, that, over the years. One thing you don't do, you don't mess you with a man's trap. You never mess with a man's trap. trap. Right. If, you, right. if you're going to, call him. Right. Which I do. Have some Ziploc bags. Slide some money in there because it costed him money because you took the crabs out of his trap. And right. And put the trap back. You better know him for sure. Oh, I do. Trust me. I'm good. <laughs> I know. I'm good. I'm good. I always told him, if you find a plastic bag in the bait pen, don't chuck that bait till you look for a plastic bag. <laughs> That's good. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, let's look at the forecast. Uh-huh. So I know you grew up in, in St. Augustine. Yes, sir. All right. I grew up on on north of you, right? Listening to that commercial, the sliders. Have you ever been to sliders? No. It was the mainstay. Even when I was growing up. Oh, I remember the, the neon. Oyster I bar, mean, I remember the neon. You know, five cent beers, and I'm not. You know, I mean, it was. No. Nope. And and to see it still there, and and, and listen what to are you those talking commercials. Forty five years, fifty years. Um. 
Well, I mean, it, it you know, I, I could certainly remember it when I was 13, 14, 15 years old. I'm 57. I mean, so that it was the establishment, man. And it still is. I, 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 I'm going to go back sometime and take Carrie down there because we both love to eat oysters. Uh-huh. And, uh, but I just was listening to that commercial, and it, would, it, it brought, brought back great memories. Yep. Love yep. sliders. Right, listen, let's do a little forecast because how, how many days in April have you been able to fish offshore? Today's the 20th. So I've been one. I've been one. I'm sorry. I've been two. Once. Okay, two. Once. Two. All right. And and uh, been booked a lot. I've canceled a lot. Saturday, uh, south winds five to ten, seas around three feet. Saturday's a good day. It's gonna be. It's gonna be pretty. It'll be a swell. Light. There. There is seven seconds. If you're gonna go, and I will. I will recommend this. There's. I know there's bait on the beach. I saw it today. Go. It's, it's inshore wrecks, public numbers, whatever. Go. Go catch some pogies because it's in the water's beautiful right now. Now, I, do, I will tell you this also, tons of seaweed uh-huh. in, in the intercoastal right now. Uh, That's so, what everybody told me. They said, man, it's, gonna be, it's really tough if you fish anything on the intercoastal. Saturday night, 15 to 20 out of the northwest. Comes the front. Yep. Sunday, northeast 10 to 15. Yes. Monday, northeast 10 to 15. Tuesday, east 10 to 15. Uh, Tuesday night, southeast 10 to 15. You're not getting offshore nope. for the next five or six days except for Saturday, which is great for the weekend anglers, man. I mean, if, if, if you got the chance, what else is there to do on a beautiful weekend in, in April if you could make it offshore? But look at that again, dude. We're, I mean, we're almost, I mean, we're May, and we're still blowing northeast, northeast to 15. It's been like this every year. I mean, I, you know, people, Damn. people, I will ask you this because you have the same kind of clientele I do. Okay. You're able to book in January. Yes. All right. Have you quit booking in April? Yes. Me too. I, I, I would I rather fish in March. Great, I tried not to tell them that it's the. Right. Yeah. I mean, a very good friend of ours, Fish Will Meet Tomorrow, Dr. Carrasco, mm-hmm. he booked this two months ago. And I said, Doc. How about if I call you and if it's happening, I have plenty of days always open in April. We'll, you know, if you want, if it's good, I'll call you. I'll give you a week. Yeah, well, this is the one day that the suns are off right. and, and it's a spring break. And that's break what I got. And, I got. I got. I got. Mark, you know, and, Mark and I said, you know what? We're gonna go. Kids. We're gonna go inshore fishing. We're gonna have fun. Um, you know me. I never fish Saturdays and Sundays because you taught me that years right. ago. No, I don't fish Saturdays and Sundays anymore. I gotta work this weekend. But well, yeah. I mean, Saturday looks beautiful. Yeah, but there's two tournaments, inshore tournaments going on. There's a builder oh, tournament oh, oh, and another only one. two? Yeah. This starts the year. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> so I'm really excited about Saturday, yeah. if you can tell. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, we are live yeah. at Atlantic Coast Marine yep. this weekend. And let me tell you, folks, Brett Cannon does an amazing job of live remotes, which it, it, most of our sponsors do. He Free food. He gives away. Dude, he pulls everything out of them bays, and those bays are crowded. And, and not only that, but he gives uh, gives away mm-hmm. trolling motors, yep. and I mean it's yep. it's yep. it's pretty amazing. And then May sixth, well, and you're going to be there. Yep, we'll, we'll all be at Whalen Bay in St. Thank Augustine. Gosh, I don't know. Hopefully, I don't have to tow a boat there because they were sure as happy not to see me. Oh yeah, the they were week. happy to see you. Oh yeah. yeah, everybody ran when I pulled in there on Monday. <laughs> I couldn't find anybody. I thought the place closed. <laughs> 
Chad, but thank did, you to them. They hooked. They did get me. It's been a, it's been a hassle, but I was down for a week. But yes, thank you. Yeah, you, you, you get your trailer redone. Uh huh. Which I mean, that's you, you, we have to do it. It's part of life. We, yeah, it, it's part of and life. And it's still they can't find the parts. We we had I know days of just waiting on two little parts. And yeah, I could have had I, it done three I, days I, ago. I know, I know, I know. I get it. But uh, once again, folks, make sure you join us with the uh, Nemnik Outdoor Show. Uh, myself, Logman, Captain Kirk. We'll all be at Atlantic Coast Marine yep. on Saturday morning from 7 to 10. Come by and get some food. Prizes are good. Pathfinders, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's, it, it's going to be good. Yep. For Captain Scott Shank, I'm That's Captain me. Kevin Favor. Y'all have a great weekend of fishing. See ya. See ya.